I wonder, over the last few weeks, what bills have you paid? What purchases have you made? How have you spent your money? I wonder, where have you been? What have you done? With whom have you been with? How have you spent your time? Finally, I wonder, what are the most important values for your life? What are the values that you would say guide your life, that give your life meaning and, and purpose? In the midst of those three areas of your life and of my life, money, time, and values, God is present. And so are your emperors. I wonder, does your spending of time and money reflect your values? In what ways are your values being made tangible and visible? Would you say you are living the life you want to live? Hope to live? Further, is your life one of authenticity and integrity across the board, not at your convenience? Is there coherence and wholeness to your life? Jesus says, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. It sounds simple enough, right? sounds like we should just be able to take a piece of paper, divide it into two columns, one for God, one for our emperors, and start making our list. Of course, as we attempt to divide our life into two columns, God stuff, emperor stuff, we begin to split, to fracture our life and our world. We split it between church and state, religion and politics, sacred and secular, saved and damned, tithe and taxes, spirit and matter, heaven and earth, humanity and divinity. We divide those things as though those aspects of our lives are completely separate and unrelated, as if they are in opposition and have nothing to do with, with each other. That duality or dualistic thinking, us versus them, this versus that, is at the heart of the question the Pharisees and the Herodians ask Jesus. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or, or not? They want to know whose side Jesus is on, the emperor's or God's. Of course, it's a trap. Whichever way Jesus answers the question, he will have incriminated himself with either the Pharisees or with Rome. He's either against God or he's against the emperor. So which is it? The emperor or God? For Jesus, the answer is yes and yes. It's both. To the degree that we live entrenched in a dualistic thinking approach to life, us versus them, this versus that, as illustrated by the Pharisees and the Herodians in the gospel, 
we only entrap ourselves. And we too often and too easily fracture our lives to our detriment. Consider for a moment the many ways you, we, perhaps unknowingly and intentionally, because we want to fit in and we don't want to cause anyone to be uncomfortable near us, how we compartmentalize our lives. We have our prayer life, our religious life, our family life, our social life, our political life, our love life, our work life, our economic life. That's eight compartmentalizations. Do we really believe there should be no integrity or coherence between those facets of our life? Should your faith not be present in the work you do day to day? To live in such a way is to live a life defined by exclusion. And I imagine that which is excluded most is often God. Which is why I don't believe Jesus is encouraging us to split our lives. In fact, he's not asking us to divide our loyalties. Instead, I believe he is holding before us the reality of God and the reality of our emperors. Both are real, and both are a real part of our life, of our world. I believe he's asking us to step into and live in the tension of those two realities. That's what he did. That's where he lived. To stand in that place is to stand with him. That's where life gets real. That's where life is really lived. And the tension and the struggle. It is neither a comfortable nor an easy place to be, and there are no easy answers there. Again, consider the three areas of your life I mentioned before. Money, time, and and value. If we wanted to, to explore the dividing of our life into God's column and the emperor's column, what would go in God's column? What would go in the emperor's column? What criteria determines whether something is God's or the emperor's? Are God and the emperor mutually exclusive? Are they always in opposition? Can they be complementary? Is the emperor always bad? Must we choose one over the other? Who is God in your life? Who are the emperors in your life? Do you know? Can you easily answer any of those questions? I cannot. (laughs) I don't have the answers to... Well, I have the answers to some of those questions. Not all of those questions. (laughs) But I do struggle every day with living in the tension, with, with those questions. 
just like most of you do as well. That struggle, that tension of living with and between my God and my emperors continually pushes me inward to examine my life, to reflect on who I am, what I do, and whose image and title I bear. Faith is living in tension. Faith is living in struggle. Faith is seeking integrity, not at your convenience, but at every moment of your life. And it's hard work. I cannot help but wonder if that's Jesus' intention in today's gospel. I wonder if that's, if that's why the Pharisees and the Herodians were amazed by his answer. His answer to them creates an unsolvable problem. It's unsolvable. And maybe that's the point. Maybe when we recognize, accept, and struggle with the unsolvable problem, living within the mystery as we proclaim to do, maybe that's when we really begin to follow Jesus. When we stop searching for answers and begin seeking a life of integrity, a life of wholeness, a life lived in and through his name. Maybe. May it be so. Amen.